Recorded live. Live. So me and Sophia, we uh doing the qualifying men review, edit, upgrade. Um since uh today is day four, uh, uh February seventh. Um I hope that tomorrow we don't have a shutdown of the government uh, again so some stupid stuff. Oh for um, real? Yes, uh, uh they they're supposed to be uh coming up with uh the financial and agreement thing for the rest of the year, hopefully. Anyhow, um, that's a whole other animal. And um, um, okay, so I learned. Okay. <laughs> a whole other animal. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you said. What did you say just now? I said you said it's a whole other animal, so I created a new one. Oh, okay, oh. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Learned that newly right now. 
Yeah, I, 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 well, that's why I got all these. That's why we're doing these because um, I'm going to start next week listening to the recordings and then start rewriting. I thought about it. I was like, you know, I'm not going to do it immediately afterwards, even though I started to do that on Monday, but all of a sudden I got hungry and sleepy at the same time. And <laughs> went, uh, I'm not going to do that. Okay, got it. Eat this thing of that, right? <laughs> So that you know, 
Um, and I'm about to read the minutes. So women have the same four male archetypes. They just have a slightly different terminology. Oh, can we tell us? Can you tell us? Yeah, there's uh, the queen. I like her. There's the warrior. I like her. There's the sorceress. Ooh, that's inside of me. Yeah, the sorceress is like the like the magician, you know. And then uh then there's the siren. Oh. Yeah, I don't siren. think I'm a siren, but she's sexy. Sex, excuse me? I don't think I'm a siren, and she's sexy. Hmm. Yeah, siren's, uh, you know, the female equivalent of the lover, you know. Yeah, there's a girl at this old place I used to work that literally embodies the word sex. I don't know how she does it, but she does. <laughs> Got it. So, um, I don't really know how to explain the different... Uh, the differences of the female archetypes like I do the male. But but it would be useful for us to actually um know that so we can bring that to um the book. I don't know if we need to bring it into the book. Uh well let's hear let's hear it. I, I mean okay. anything I, that we do for the guy, if we can do it for the girl for self in reflection it'd be nice. Yeah, yeah. Well the, another thing another thing is that um Oh, you know, you just hit the horn something. Oh, my God. I think I'm going to have to find a way for women to find who, to, for them to identify who they are in the book. Oh, my God. Because if people don't know who they are, they're torture for everybody else on the planet, especially themselves. Torture. Yeah, i got to see if that, that works. Um, anyhow. Okay, good. So um, we're going to continue um, and, and go into how to get men to tell about themselves. Men to tell on themselves. Oh, that was very good. That was a very good point. Yeah. Most of the rest of the stuff, the tone might be harsh, but it's a whole bunch of distinctions that y'all will love. <laughs> you can get past. Why are you talking to me like that? <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear so, you, bitch. <laughs> say it again. I can't hear you, bitch. <laughs> you can't hear me now? Get out of here. No, no, oh. no, 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 no. Oh. Meaning, like, because the women are so defensive that they can't hear the oldest witness. Oh. Yeah, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. So, um, yeah, I'm trying to see. Um, it's just so exciting to hear you. Wow. Yeah, got it. Yay. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to go into how to uh, get men to tell on themselves. So, um, tell on yourself. Say it again? No, don't listen to me. I'm just like, I'm in. I'm involved. I'm like telling yourself. I'm just talking. I'm, okay, I'm, okay, I'm, okay. I'm engaged. I don't want to miss a word you say, though, because might, you might say something that, that triggers me and makes me learn something that makes me say it on this recording. So I ain't trying to, I'm, I'm not trying to shut you down. Okay, great. Getting, uh, how to get men to tell on themselves. So um, uh, the reason why asking a man for his opinion works is because men don't really have opinions. They only have what they know to do, their experiences, or how they would do stuff. Men equate opinions with how they would do things, which means they'll occasionally tell you they have no opinions one way or the other. Have you ever heard a guy say, uh, I, don't have opinion. I don't have an opinion about that? You ever heard that? Yeah, I don't have anything to say about that. Right. Just because they don't know nothing, so they're not, they don't have opinions. That's how you know men don't have opinions. Okay? <laughs> Y'all never say that. That's the only have. Excuse me? That's the only thing women have. Opinion. Yes, <laughs> exactly. But there's no proof, no evidence behind it. 
what, slow because I have an opinion about it. I don't necessarily know that it's fact, but I don't give a fuck about the fact. I know what right. I think about. Right. That's why you'll need us, because if we don't do that, we get nothing. <laughs> I know that I need men. I love men. Yeah. I don't yeah. I don't have to have them, but they improve my quality of life when I've got good men around me. Right. And, and I keep them by myself, but I don't want to if I don't have now, them. Now, it's interesting you would say that, because men... Um, are fundamentally designed to not need women. Like, we can live a whole life without a woman around. Now, we got to be born through a woman, right? But, like, once we're beyond teenager years, we can live a single life, a whole life without a problem. We feel lonely, but that would be the only thing, the only real fundamental problem. Because if we're rich and we're successful and all that stuff and we're alone, we're fine. We don't need a woman. A woman enhances our life and makes us better. But it's like, not necessary. Yeah, right, right. We don't need y'all for survival in any way, shape, or form. Oh, survival you're talking about. Yeah, survival. and um, Even, you know, we, we need y'all for fulfillment, even though we could fulfill ourselves by living our life purpose. But, like, y'all increase our life so, so well when you're actually on the same page with us that it's better to have y'all in my eyes than, than, than to not have it. And there's some man that's like, I can't live without a woman. But most of us, we, we you know, we would have our, our uh, recliner, our remote, our TV, our sound system, our food, <laughs> and, you know, go to work and, that's, and come back. That's what we do, you know, or whatever our thing is. All right, anyhow, getting back to this. Um, yeah. Um, men hear your request for an opinion like you need coaching or consulting or advice. So they will give you advice, coaching, or consulting. They don't know you're asking them how they feel about a topic. They think you want to know how to deal with the topic. So the reason why this is so great and so effective is because they'll indirectly be telling you the principles they live their life by, whether it be success or selfishness, love, support, or whatever. When you hear them tell you how they deal with a burglar or a police officer or bankruptcy or whatever, they're telling you how they really are. They may or may not be telling you what they would really do because uh, as they learn more things, they'll change their tactics and strategies, but what they most likely won't change is their character. And they'll tell you their character when they'll tell you their opinion is uh, in service of being your consultant, your advisor, your supporter, your Mr. Fix-It. Believe it or not, they actually think you're going to do what they say when they finish telling you their opinions, when you probably only care about how they feel about something. (laughs) So, like, that's the background. It's like, you 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 ask opinion. You ask about feelings. They tell you about facts. That's what they think you're asking about. You know what I mean? Makes sense. Did you drop off? You on mute? Oh, she hung up. Did you get back on this call, girl? Wonder where you went. Let's see. Ah. <sighs>
all back in you. What else with that? What was the last thing she heard me say? Mm. All right, whatever. Need to make it right. Mm-hmm. Okay. What else we got here? Well, I guess I'm going to be the only one. But you know what? Who knows? She might actually do it. Right, Sophia? You might actually listen to the recordings, maybe. Right. Hello. Hey, there you go. See? I knew that. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't let me in first. I called twice. Well, maybe use the wrong uh, code or something. I don't know. What no, 1457.95. I fucking memorized it. <laughs> okay. Yo, uh, there you go. Okay. All right. So I don't know where heard? Okay. I don't. Right. I don't remember. Okay. Uh, let's see. All right. So um. Uh. So I was just explaining the basic fundamental mindset behind getting on the tone on ourselves, and now what I'm going to do is I'm going to. I'm not going to go into it. I already kind of explained it, but I was just reading it, and I know I can edit it. I definitely got to edit it. So, um, so now what I'm going to do is talk about the five steps to getting men to tell on themselves. You ready? Okay. Oh, okay. men don't have opinions is what I remember. They just know. Right. They have what they know. And right. if they say they don't know something, it's because they don't have any experience or it with it. And women are all about opinions. And the benefit of having a man around is that he grounds her is what I heard. Yes. And... Um, men, this is where we were. Men could live without a woman completely because we don't, they don't need us for survival. But I didn't understand that distinction until you actually said that. And what's Got your it. opinion about women with men about survival? I think we can live without them too without us for survival. Fuck survival. We can take care of ourselves, no? Well, you could do that now, but 100 years ago you couldn't. Oh, true. Right. Before World War II, <laughs> y'all couldn't do it. Life was was too hard before World War II. So, uh, but before World War II, man could live in a cave and take naps and do whatever he wanted to do. He could survive on, on, on the earth by himself. And that's why the relationships have changed so much because it's not Can't like... Can't get here without us, though. Huh? Oh, yes, yes. That's, that's true. 100% <laughs> true. 
Without y'all, we ain't here. But once we're here, we good. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's, I'm not saying that we want to be that way. I'm saying we can be that way, you know? Yeah. So, um, there's um, another thing that I said here, and I'm going to repeat it again so that uh, I can hear it again on the recording or whatever, but um, when women ask for an opinion, they're asking to hear his feelings. But when he hears her asking for his opinion, he thinks she's asking for advice, and that's why y'all call us Mr. Fixins and stuff. Because we're hearing results, because that's who we are. That's where we come from. So why are we? It's like y'all are PC. No, no, we're we are PCs, and y'all are Max. <laughs> we're just trying to get the job done. You know what I mean? So... Anyhow, uh, what I want to do is tell you uh, the five steps to getting men to tell on themselves. Ready? Mm-hmm. So first you ask the question properly, meaning uh, I'm going to tell you how to do that. I'm going to walk you through all five steps. The second is don't interrupt. Third is ask for clarity. Four, don't disagree unless it sounds too repulsive for you. Five, re- repulsive. Okay. When that when you go on five. Okay, five is make sure he feels completely listened to. Okay. So, number one, you got you got to practice the technique of how to ask men questions. You can ask any of the following questions in an open-minded way. It's got to be open-minded. So, what do you think about? How do you feel about? What's your opinion about? What would you do in that situation? Do you have any opinions about blah, blah, blah? Like, that's how you would ask the questions. Feel free to use any of these questions, but also it's important that you ask these questions in ways that work because if you don't, nothing else in this process will make a difference. You want the questions to occur to him as hypothetical and not putting him on the spot. Um, if, you put him on, if you put him on the spot, he'll be reluctant to tell you anything. It'll right. occur to him. I'll go about to tell you. Uh, it'll occur to him as if you said, honey, we have to talk. <laughs> you know, you ask a man that, he knows you mean you, know, you have to talk about him. <laughs> it's never about you. And even if you say we got to talk about us, it's still about him. Because y'all fixing him. And we know that already. We already. <sighs> By the time our first relationship is over, or if we get married, by the time we get married, we know we got to talk. We got to talk. It's about me. I'm in trouble. Damn it. So um, he can't feel like you're going to attack him. He got to feel like he can talk freely. This has got to be an emotionally safe thing. I'm glad I'm saying this because I could add this to this piece here. Um, yeah, he needs to feel emotionally safe for him to tell you his opinion, which is not his opinion. And he's thinking, you're asking him, how do I fix this problem? Or if I was in this problem, how would you tell me to fix it? Or how would you help me fix it? Or how would you fix it? It's really what he's hearing. Yeah. Because he's not hearing, he's not listening from feelings. Do they have about, feelings? <laughs> well, yeah, men have feelings, but we've been told to stop, you know, stop being a big boy, stop, you know, be a big boy, stop acting like a girly man and all that other stuff. So we're well trained by, by the time we're in our 20s, 18, you know. Sometimes we're still struggling in our late in our teens, but by the time we like get out of high school, we're good. You know, so that's how that goes. All right, so that's number one. You got to know how to ask the questions. You got to ask them 
um, freely and open-mindedly and not like you're trying to get an answer. you can't trying to get an answer from him, but, like, it ain't about him, by the way. Uh, he can't think it's about him or else, uh-oh, uh, she's about to beat me up, and I don't know how. Y'all got way too many techniques for beating us up emotionally uh, than, than uh, we have to really imagine. Anyhow, number two, let them finish without interruption. So men think out loud, so when they're talking, interrupting them is interrupting their thought process. And they may not be able to get back on track, so let them talk until they're finished. Also, the best thing to come out of a man's mouth is the very last thing they say because they've finished their thought process, and the last thing they say is, a summary of their thoughts or quote-unquote opinion. In addition, you'll make them feel you respect them and you're really listening to them by letting them finish. Okay, number three. Yeah, so so uh, by, by letting a man finish, um, yeah, you're, not, you're never going to get the best that's coming out of this mouth when you interrupt him before he finishes. He just won't. How come I can with you? Excuse me? How come I can interrupt you? Um, because I know that most women don't know that, so I got to protect my own thinking. <laughs> what the That's fuck? That's interesting. I never thought about that before. Because that was gotta... the deal. If I can interrupt you and talk to you like I really talk, then this would work. And you said yes. And it yeah, does work. It... But it, it doesn't work with many men. Doesn't work well, with anything except you. Well, you know what's interesting is that the fact that you follow an Alice Armstrong's um, uh, policy or or, uh, or or advice, which is to say how you want, to, let the man know how you want to communicate with him, so he can deal with it. Um, That's what you did, right, honey? I just need you to listen for five minutes. Can you do that? You don't have to say anything, right? So that's basically what you did with me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, got it. You know, so good. Excellent. Uh, number three, ask for clarity at the end, but only if needed. Like so what? If you, if you don't understand or agree with them, ask for clarity, but don't disagree with them, or you'll shut them down and they won't want to give you their opinion in the future. If you don't agree with them, don't let that get in the way of the conversation because he may have more things to say that you'll want to know about. And if you disagree with him during this process, you're likely to shut him down both now and in the future. Being right isn't worth the loss of information in the future. It's not about being right. It's about being self-expressed for fuck's sake. And it's like sometimes I feel like we cannot be self-expressed with you guys because you take it like we're attacking you. And we're not. We just want to fucking express ourselves, damn it. Well, see, you're missing the point here. What? You're missing the point here. The point here is to get all of it out of him. I get it. Right. Right. So, so you except, to, shut up if you want to know what you have to say. Exactly. You don't have to shut up, but only if you you don't have to shut up, but only if you want to really get to the truth of who he really is. You know that when I practice when I practice that, I literally put the fucking phone on mute. When I was talking to a man, I would talk, but the motherfucker couldn't hear me because I muted it. So then I'd hear, that's about all, that's about all I have on that, and then I'd have to sit. 
<laughs> so, but, 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 but check it out, check it out, check it out. Why would you want to interrupt a guy when you want him to tell on himself? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just not natural. It's a very skilled thing. It's not natural for me. It's not natural for many women. We go back and forth on a regular, like like a million, billion times in one conversation. So it's, yeah. just, it's, not, that we don't, it's not that we don't want to know. It's that we don't know how to do that naturally. Yeah, I understand. That's why that's why I'm, you know, writing yeah. this out, mapping this out, you know what I mean? But so. actually say that because like say that in the book, like uh the person I was interviewing said that she doesn't know how to do that naturally, that it was a learned skill set that she learned from a court you know, like say it because yes. sometimes too, don't say it about them, say it about some other person that said it. Oh, yeah. that's what happened to them, then also maybe that's for me too. But then you're not telling them that that's what it is. It's like check in for yourself. Is that what it is for you? I think that works. I think that works with women. See, that's why we're recording this damn thing because I'm telling you, I wouldn't remember it like that a week from now. Just wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Beautiful. All right. Next. Uh, Respect his views. In other words, don't disagree. Even if you do disagree, don't disagree with him directly unless. What he is saying is just too repulsive for you to hold it in. Repulsive is a serious word. What do you What do you mean? So let's say um, you are a Bernie Sanders fan, and he's talking about Donald Trump. Like Donald Trump is Jesus Christ. You might find that repulsive. You know what I'm saying? You might be like, "Oh hell to no foe, no." You know what I'm saying? But if you're trying to find out who he is, you can't worry about that. You want to know why he's like that, because he's going to be like that. Oh, my God. I don't want to know. Oh, my God. I got you. Who gives a fuck what it is? Just know what the fuck it is and then evaluate it. Exactly. Uh, You got to take your your opinions out of the way so you can hear who he really is. Yo, this is being clinical. It's like be clinical with him. Yeah. Oh, wow. Say that. Be clinical. Okay. Like you're a therapist or okay. a counselor or, or, you know, like, or a, uh, you're doing like a mediation even, like yes. that type right. of, like a lawyer right. or, you know. Right. Oh, wow. Yeah. Right. Put your opinions it's... aside. Put your opinions aside while you're getting to know him. Oh. Then evaluate the truth. Right. Wow. That's fucking good. Wow. Yeah, you can't, you gotta, you gotta just let him talk and let him talk because you interrupting and influencing him will take away your understanding of who he really is. God bless. I got that shit. Like yeah, in my I got, well, I got that you got it. Right. I got that you got that I got it. That you got that I got it, that you got it, that I got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, I, I think I'm it was, silly this I, morning. <laughs> I think it was uh, I think it was Eddie Murphy. He in his raw concert, he had did a spoof on that same "I got that butt" thing that you just said uh, yeah, from yeah. Honey right? From uh, uh, from Jackie Gleason, right? Talking to um, Art Art Carney. Uh, what was uh, what was what was his name? He said uh, not Barney. I forget his name. Let's just say Barney. Barney, I know, you know, I know that you want to fuck me in the ass. <laughs> 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 I know. But that was part of the comedy scene. 
Oh my god, that was so funny. That was that was hilarious in the eighties, bro. Still, still funny now. But Rich Eddie Murphy came up with that one. So when Raw was out, I was twelve, and I saw it on a first date with this guy with red hair, which I didn't know that boys had red hair. Oh my god! And I acted so cool when I am like the most like naive person in the world.
or yeah. I think it was the first time she did that in New York. I was assisting on that course. And um, it was either that or understanding women, but I was assisting, you know, it was understanding women because I hadn't heard, uh, I didn't assist her in sync with opposite sex, only uh, understanding women. And um, when um, it, what she had said during the, uh, the pre-setup, you know, uh, clearing before we start production, you know, she had said that, you know, uh, with qualif- with, with uh, um, what do you call it, celebrating men in marriage, that's the hardest program because women don't want to be responsible. They resist being responsible. He's supposed to be the one responsible. Don't, don't hold me responsible. That's his job, right? And um, and at the same time, sometimes women would get so triggered, that we, they couldn't be cleared, so they would have to kick them out. That's the only program she said they had to kick women out sometimes. No, no, the first program. It used to be called Celebrating men satisfying women. I don't know yeah. what she called it now. Uh, um, but if they weren't in the room for the big disclosure, which I don't actually remember what it is right now, but I could find out from Paulette. If they weren't in the room, they couldn't stay. And this woman had come from Miami once, and she was mm-hmm. like, you know, because women don't want to be told what to do. They don't want to be back on time, you know, shit like that. And they stay. You must be in the room. You must be on time. And they still aren't. She kicked her. She kicked her out. Yeah. Uh, the the um, instructor had to let her. Let her. It had to tell her she couldn't be in the room because if you don't know that fundamental piece, then nothing makes sense. Right. I mean, they give them back. It's not about money. It's about you know. But like, I'm mm-hmm. sure, sure many women didn't wouldn't manage that well. Yeah. They make everyone bad and wrong. Got it. Totally got it. So. All right. I actually just got a good idea about something else, but it's not according. Uh, so I got a friend. I was just thinking that, you know, how Alex and Armstrong has some courses all around the country going on at the same time. And I was thinking, my man Ty Hayden, who lived down in Florida, he wants to do a workshop with me. He wants to, you know, promote a workshop. And I'm thinking to myself, well, that's cool. But uh, maybe maybe I teach him how to do the stuff. He can start doing them down in his own So And that way I got, you know, workshops happening in multiple places, you know. Yeah. Okay. He doesn't oh, really do it in person anymore. Do you know that? Say it again. He doesn't really do them in person anymore. Oh, I didn't know that. Translated it to all online courses. And she charges the same fucking money, which annoys me. I'm not paying $800. I'm not going to pay to fucking watch course newly. But um, she did have a program that I could afford, and then at the time I, I just didn't have the money, so I didn't do it. Because that's a re- reviewer, reviewer price. Yeah, they should have a reviewer price, you know. It's crying out loud. It's, it's you know, it's retention. It's you know, deep business. Crying out loud. All right. Anyhow, chapter three. Chapter three is how to qualify men. That's where we're at now. How to qualify men? I'm 40 years old and I'm still learning, for real. Yeah. So the first thing you need to distinguish is maturity from immaturity in men. I'm realizing that. That I realize that I may have a blind spot around when chemistry is involved. Go on. Yeah, okay, great. This section is a no-nonsense black and white checklist that will give you clear... A black and white checklist? A black and white checklist? Yes. This is no-nonsense black and white checklist that will give you clear and immediate insight into who you're dealing with on that. The bottom line is men are either mature or they're not. It's like it's like pregnancy. There are no degrees of pregnancy. Ah. 
you're either pregnant or you're not. When it comes to men, they're either tangibly demonstrating the fact that they're mature or they're demonstrating that they're not. Treat this section as law. These are not suggestions. This is not the place for you to be optimistic, generous, or kind. You can be those things, but not to cover up or be unstoppable because you're so interested in him because you see his potential or whatever else tends to blind you seeing, seeing from seeing men as they really are. Any waffling on your part around this section is your, in your interaction with men is an indication that you're more committed to what you want than to reality, and that will break your heart sooner or later. Reality. This, we got to talk about reality in this book. This is a reality check. Right? This is not the area where you can smooth out his rough edges. Yo, call it reality check. The chapter. Okay, great. This is where he shows you if he's got the skills and mindset to successfully be in a long-term relationship or not. Bottom line, he, he's showing you his values. You need to maintain your own. He either needs to be able to meet you here or leave him alone. Oh, fuck. This is okay. So with that, here's a list of things and let you know whether he's mature enough to be in a relationship with you or not. First, success versus lineage. You may or not you may or may not have noticed that throughout this book it's been said that men need to be successful and feel successful. I have yet to say that men love winning and that's for a reason. There's a difference between success and winning. People who love to win don't care about anyone else. They only care about themselves winning. They create win-lose scenarios. They see situations as, as win-lose, and they go out of their way to avoid losing. If anyone is in their way when they're trying to win, that person is a burden, obstacle, or barrier to them winning. As far as they're concerned, you're either with them or against them. Say that again. Just say that again. Just read that again. Yeah. The whole paragraph? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll start from the beginning. Uh, you may or may not have noticed that throughout this book, it's been said that men need to be successful and feel successful. I have yet to say that men love winning, and that's for a reason. It's a difference between success and winning. People who love to win don't care uh, about anyone else. They only care about themselves winning. They create win-lose scenarios see situations as win-lose and go out of their way to avoid losing. If anyone is in their way when they're trying to win, that person is a burden, obstacle, or barrier to them winning. As far as they're concerned, you're either with them or against them. This mindset is usually unconscious to the person that has this attitude, but to the uh, man who understands the nature of winning, he's not looking at life this way. And he, he's conscious of it since he knows that winning doesn't necessarily take care of everyone he loves and cares about. He knows that rather than try to win, he needs to focus on him. Excuse me. He needs to focus on and aim at being successful. Success. Hey, yeah. it he has to okay. focus and what on being successful? He knows that rather than try to win, he needs to focus on and aim at being successful. And aim at being successful. Yes, correct. He has to focus on 
and it's strive to be successful. And aim at being successful, right? Success is not a win-win. Let me say that again. Success is not win-win. Success is everyone wins. Oh, yeah. This means that he's not going to compete with you or anyone in order to achieve his goals or take care of you. He sees you as one of the most important parts of his life. Yes. Can you hold on one second? My father's calling me. Just one second, okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on to hi. Okay. Thank you, Tony. Okay. All right, cool, cool, cool. So, um, all right, so, um, success. success. All right, so, um, yeah, success is not win-win. Success is everyone wins. This means that he's not going to compete with you or anyone in order to achieve his goals or take care of you. He sees you as one of the most important parts of his life that he needs to take care of. He won't let his ego get in the way of his success because he knows there's more than one way to skin a cat. He'll be creative, observant, and patient with you because success is not about him. It's about everyone in his life and environment. Another thing, the force with which he operates has nothing to do with the wisdom with which he achieves his goals and becomes successful. Let me say that again. Yeah, I don't know what that means. I'm going to explain to you. The force with which he operates has nothing to do with the wisdom with which he achieves his goals and becomes successful. He can be mild-mannered or an A-type personality, but his way of doing things isn't as important as his goal is, his goal and his mindset. Don't be fooled by his, quote-unquote, strength, because it could be him showing you how forceful he can be rather than how much he can really take care of you and get things done. The mind is stronger than the biceps, no matter how hot those biceps are. mind is stronger than biceps, no matter how strong those biceps are. Right. Does that make sense? The mind is stronger than biceps, meaning whatever he thinks is accurate, and that's the way he would behave. Well, no, you can get more done with your mind than with your biceps. Oh, 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 oh. okay. Yeah, so, like, um, creating, a, you know, architectural designs is stronger than, than lifting up heavy materials. Yeah. yeah. That's what that means. I guess I got to explain that further. Yeah, <laughs> you, you will, but I understand how. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you need to spend time you learning, more, you can accomplish more with your mind than you can with your biceps. Well, I can add that to it. Yeah, I can add that, but I do need to. The way I said it is important to say it and then explain it so that I get it the way you just said it. 
Okay. No, I'm just saying that's what you're saying, right? Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Because because when women are thinking and they seeing a guy, you know, they see the bicep. They're not seeing his mind, except for the mature women. It's like a guy's looking at a woman's butt or breast. Like we mesmerized by that. But the real deal is what's in our heart and what's in our mind is more important and valuable than than you know in, in the long term sexier than her body. About, I think the max that people can be like you know desperately lustful maximum time I think is five years max. Okay. And in most cases, like two or three. After that, it's like oh yeah, it's sex again. You know, and don't get me wrong. It's 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 fun, but when you're uh, totally in love, it never gets old. But if it's just sex by itself, two to three years, and then it's like, yeah, that sex is really good. But it's not like, oh my god, you know? not emotionally anyhow. So anyhow, um, yeah, if you need time, if you need to spend time learning the difference between winning and success, now is a good time to learn it to do that because without understanding this one thing, you'll find yourself attracted to a man's force rather than his power. And, and what's and the one thing you're, you're saying without understanding this one thing, which is? The difference between success and winning and being able to recognize whether a man is committed to success or committed to winning. So just say this one thing, comma, blah, 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 because because it's a new concept. So when you say this one thing, I still didn't even know what the fuck you meant because I don't even know. I don't know the distinction. It's a brand new concept. Yeah. Great. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you don't, if you, uh, because without understanding this one thing, you'll find yourself attracted to a man's force rather than his power. And just so many quality men who would be great for you. But yeah. since you need him to have a certain type of style rather than a certain quality of character, You'll be wondering what happens in six months or two years with nothing worth talking about to show for you. Remember, men who focus on winning don't know that's what they're doing, whereas men who focus on success will always consciously include you in that success. Got it? That's big. I know. That's why it's number one on the list. I don't even fully get it, but I get it. You know, like, I mean, I get what you're saying. Just to yeah. apply, I know, 100%. Yeah, apply. right. So what it's going to take is for you to recognize what success, what success looks like on the court, for real. Yeah. It's not just you accomplishing your goals. It's like you, your goals are for everybody to accomplish. So, you know, to give you a tangible example, the who's who chart in the, in the, in the you know, the relationship and education chart and the book coming out with that is about everybody winning. Yeah, yeah. Having that on the planet is that everybody wins. Yeah, I'll get paid. I'll get paid so much I'll be like, I will be able to stand myself. I'll be so happy. <laughs> well, I'll be able to stand myself, but it'll be barely, you know. <laughs> That's what Alex said. It'll be barely. Yeah, what? What are the blind what? spots of damsels? Of damsels? Yeah. You mean you mean you want you want to the specific uh, titles? No. What are the what? blind spots? Being angry. Uh, What's the blind spots? Oh yeah. So yeah, you want to know the six the six blind spots? Hold on a second. Let me look at it. No, no. I just want to know. If... 
They, okay, so the blind spot for for damsels is that they they can't see that they're crapping on people. Uh-huh. They're so good uh-huh. at getting people, they don't notice that they, they don't. They're so good at getting people, they, they don't realize that they're not they're not good at keeping people or keeping people tra- uh, wanting to be around. I, they crap. I, but, no, no, no. You, can you hear me? Hello. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, yeah. Good. Hello. Hello. Good. Okay, it, it might be me because when I get to exit eleven, I can't hear you. Okay. It, it might be me that when I'm in this area. Maybe. Because I, I don't know what you said, but I realized that I was exactly the same place yesterday when it told. Got it. All right. Yeah. It's not me. It's you. Okay, got it. I don't know what you're saying, like at all. Wow. Hold on. I heard you. You was muffled. You were in and out. But I heard and you. you just said about damsel, and then I'll, we'll see if we can talk unless it keeps doing it. I don't know. So damsels, can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. All right, so damsels uh, crap on people because they uh, have blind spots. And so they uh, they don't know... They don't know that they're treating people crappy. Hello? Yeah, hello? I said, hello, hello. They don't know that they're okay. treating people crappy. Is that the last thing you said? Right. Okay. And is it that they get angry or that they, what do they do? Um, they just throw people away and keep it moving. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah? Oh, you want to be here? All right, fine. Bye. Next. Like that. Make sense? Got it. Yeah. What about Archer? Is it the same? Uh, uh, kind of. But it's more like, oh, you don't want to, you don't want to deal with me? Oh, you, you ain't want to listen to me? <laughs> Beat it. <laughs> They'll run over you as opposed to, like, damsels will run over you, but um, how they do it is by uh, ignoring you and keeping it moving. They'll throw you away. Um, uh, um, a, a archer is as likely to throw you away as they are to stomp on your head. Oh, so a damsel will just walk away and an archer will rub it in. Well, rub it in or, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, but they're both, they're both blind to how they treat people. Because their customers, their their blind spot is they don't have any customer service skills. So how do you help someone release that? By getting them, helping them with their bright spot with with the five questions. Oh, okay. Not today, but I'd like to revisit that. Okay, got it. Thank you. Okay, cool. Uh, so um, I'm gonna stop it right here because the next one might take a little while too, which is knows who they are versus not knowing who they are. Uh, is the number two of the ten piece ten point checklist on whether a man is mature or not. So, if you're in love with someone that's immature, it's wise to help become mature or leave. Well, what you can do is know the uh, the four male archetypes and yeah. be able to see their uh, the immature side and help them lift it up. Mm. So I'll give you an example of what I mean. 
so the king archetype is um, a king. It takes care of people. You know, the, the king's job is to take care of everybody in this, in, in this um, environment. And how he does it is by putting in orders, having things be organized, and making sure there's enough resources for everybody. That's the general thing. Right, so a king, a president, make sure that the country is operating, you know, fully functionally, right? Uh, make sure we got laws that are being taken care of. And um, what else? Um, does his best to make sure everybody, everybody's successful, wins, happy, taken care of. You know what I mean? So, but um, uh, when a king is being immature, he's being either a brat. Or um, over weekly. So a brat is. You got to take care of me. What's wrong with you? Blah, 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 blah. Oh yeah. Hmm. A weakling is. You need to help me. I'm helpless. Take care of me. And, and so how you know it's a king is that kings are great at getting everybody around them to take care of them. The, they, they, no, excuse me. Not everybody around to take care of them. They're great at getting other people to do stuff for them. Yeah. So either you do stuff for them that helps everyone, or you do stuff for them that only helps them. But that's king of archetype. Yeah, okay. So, right? Yeah, that's, I'm dating a king. So, and he's yeah, a- got it. Got it. Um, a warrior is either a sadist or a masochist. Ooh, what the hell does that mean? Go on. So a sadist is somebody that, that enjoys kicking people's ass and beating people up and being tough. A masochist is someone who subconsciously lets himself get beat up. Mm. Just takes the pain. So um, a uh, magician, oh, my God. A magician is either a, um, uh, a con man. Uh, or he is um, uh, ignorant. Like, um, if he's not mature. If he's not mature, right. He's either the aggressive type, which would be a con con artist, or he's the, if, he, or he's the uh, passive type, which is uh, he don't know nothing about nothing. And then the, uh, and then the, uh, the, the, the lover... Um, when they're immature, they're either um, an addict, but they got to do stuff to keep feeling, because they're all about feeling. They're the ones that are the connect, most connected to their feelings. Or they are um, uh, numb, mm. meaning they need to do stuff just to feel something. So are, are men usually one or two, or, or what is it? No, they're usually one, sometimes two. But they don't know, so you have to watch him and be able to recognize. So what was the second one? Because King was clear. What was the second one? Warrior. Okay. And what does a mature king look like? And what does a mature warrior look like? A mature And what does a mature version of all of them look like? Great. So a mature version of a king is someone who's taking care of everybody. Like a father who's got a big family. Oh. And they've been married, and the husband and wife been married for you know fifty years. He's either been being a warrior or being a king. He ain't a lover. He ain't a war. Uh, he ain't a, um, a magician. That's not how it goes. So he's usually the one 
uh, who everybody got to come to for stuff. Uh, he's the main resource guy. Like, yeah, he's the guy in charge, but everybody's happy he's in charge. Yeah. So that's uh, the king. Huh? My ex-boss was a king. Hmm. I loved whatever he, like, uh, I loved him. So then the next thing is uh, the, uh, the warrior is uh, the protector. Mm. The warrior is, you know, a ninja, uh, a soldier. Um, you know, they're like, I will go to war for you. I'll go to bat for you. They will work hard for you because they're protecting and taking care of you. They are, nothing's getting past them, and they're the tough guys. They're like out tough people, so to speak. Kings don't operate from tough. Kings operate from smart. Warriors operate tough And it's not like they're trying to prove That they're tough They need their toughness to take care of you mm-hmm. That's the thing that Almost always A little bit of a warrior If not completely But uh, they want a piece of the warrior But you know They also want the king Generally speaking like, Hey when we talk about stuff the kind of man they want, they either want a warrior, a king, or both. They don't think about the lover that much. They don't think about the magician that much. Um, what is a mature man, magician? Mature magician is the consultant. He is the uh, consigliere. He's the uh, um, the expert in a particular field. So, um, you know, he uses his knowledge to take care of stuff. He, he outthinks people. Okay. What is today, Wednesday? Yes. Okay, go on. I, I'm looking for parking, so I don't know if I can remember what day it was. Okay, right. and, then, and then the lover um, is a communicator, is an emotional person. Usually they, they're connected to some kind of self-expression, like singing or acting or writing or something like that. That's usually their self-expression. Um, and they are about, um, they're charming, but they're really about... Um, taking care of you and your feelings. The and, lover? Yeah, and the lover's audience, each 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 one of the archetypes has an audience. The lover's audience uh, is um, people who listen to him. So he could be a public speaker, um, but usually that's, that's, that's the lover. The lover's audience um, is, is to have people listen so he can express what is, what is Tony? What is um, Tony Robbins? Uh, I would say he's a king. Yeah, because yeah, he's got this massive empire that he's in charge of. Yeah. You know. Okay. And um, yeah, I, 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 that's what anyhow, that's what Alex said. He's a king. God, I believe. You, you know what's interesting? Where I work is called King's Infinity. <laughs> uh, 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 yes. And I'm yeah, in the borough of, of Kings, which is Brooklyn. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, you must like Kings because uh, that's my first I fucking thing. Love, huh? I love Kings. Kings make me wet. Got it. <laughs> ah, got that. By the way, now I, I just realized why. <laughs> yeah, it's completely, completely. Now I understand why uh, uh, why United rolled it with Ben Anderson as much as you would like to. Why? He's a warrior. Is he? Yeah. 
He's a warrior architect. He's a tough guy. He will tough it out for you forever. <laughs> God bless. Do I have to? I have to. So is it that I want a king? I want a king, right? Must, must be. Yeah. Must be. But um, regardless of that, you got to know that it's just a mature, immature thing, you know? Yeah, my guy's not mature. Well, he's, I, he's mature in some ways, but he's not mature in others, so I guess he's not mature based yeah. on what you're saying. You want to take the recording yeah. off? Uh yeah, why not? Hold on. Um, yeah, because uh, uh, uh yeah, mature, immature. All right, hang on. Excuse me. Got to restart, set, reset it. Uh, this has been a great call, by the way. Just want to say. Yeah, this has been a good call. This has been a very good call. I'm All right, hold on. Yeah, I got it. All right, hold on. 